0: There are moments in in our lives where when you deal with issues related to truth and lie, the enemy always wants us to operate in darkness. Separation from God to be in a place where God's not. And I recently got a revelation that God is not in every place. And what I mean by that, he's not in every place related to darkness. His presence is omnipotent. It's everywhere. God is everywhere. But there are certain places God will not dwell. He will not dwell in the place of darkness. He will not dwell in the place of a lie. He's the God of truth, God of integrity. So I want to encourage you today, whatever you're doing today with your life, let it, let it line up with truth. For the truth is what set you free. May God bless you. Thank you for joining us here at the tabernacle where we say that the word is on and that we love you. Come on, worship. give God a hand clap of praise for our social media people. Uh, this, I, I'm telling the service already to start off just the way it needs to. And we've just begun, amen? In fact, look at someone saying, we just begun. You know, coming out of the pandemic and and, and it's braving through what may come next, we still trust God that God's going to resolve every issue in our life. As my wife stated, it was uh, Sunday when the Lord spoke uh, to, to, to your man of God to have individuals that Will bring themselves forward to get things unlocked and we we anointed keys. That's no magic. That's no witchcraft. In fact, some devil inboxed me uh, about prophetic word for me for a cause about my business. And I went and deleted it off my page because that's how the enemy does. He tried to bring a falseness to the prophetic realm. But I've come to the conclusion, Mike, that as the Bible says, that he would establish it uh, through the mouth of the prophets. During the pandemic, true prophets have come on the scene. Not so much to give people a prophetic word of prosperity, but a prophetic word about how they should live their lives. And I believe if you live your life according to the scripture, yes. then all the prosperity that you're entitled to will come. Because yes. there are some things you can do that God has to have, have to have put his hand on. It's called get up and have some tenacity. It's about having the willingness to do. And God said that you will make your way prosper. Just give him the credit. So anything that we do in life that improves our life, our lifestyle is by the hand of God, but God's giving you the gift and the ability to obtain financial uh, prosperity stability if you only believe it. Amen? Um, I'm going to move right into my message because we're talking about only truth will silence the enemy. I'm to need some participation today. One, it's going to be your response to the question when I asked. and second, for some volunteers to come and be part of an uh, a intake of fruit, just for a few moments, just as an illustration. Everything's been washed and clean, and uh, we'll have our uh, gloves on when we serve it to you, just for illustration. So first of all, let's start off. How do you define truth? Just raise your hand if you can respond. How do you, what is your definition of truth? The truth is this let to sit down so well. <laughs> That's a grandson. <laughs> yes, ma'am. How you define truth? It's factual. Uh, minister Amitra uh, said, is it minister? Yeah, Minister, correct? Not Elliot, it's, it's coming though. Uh, minister Amitra uh, said it is factual. Anyone else? When you hear the word truth, now this is defining truth. What is your definition of truth? Yeah. yes, sir. Never changes. Never changes. Okay. Anyone else? The word truth. Yeah, yes, Calvin. The evangelist go first, or Calvin go first. It can't be rebutted; it stands on its own. It can't be and it stands on its own, brother Calvin. It's real. How many say? How many know the truth is real? Yes, ma'am. It's opposite of deception, opposite of lie. Anyone else? Come on, you preachers. Y'all should know some definition of something. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, well, he waving his hand. I guess he's saying, out of mouth of babes should be established. Yes, uh, Deacon. Okay. I saw, who, who you pointing at? Mark. Micah. Oh, I'm sorry. Sure, people, you can trust them. Truth allows you to have the ability to trust those that are trustworthy. Right, right? Amen. One more person. How do we define truth? Jeremiah. Repeat what he said so we can hear. Okay. What did he say, Bontavia? Okay. Trust one, they'll trust you. Okay. Cousin, repeating cousin, cousin, you ain't gonna do me. You, know. you, you the first of that side. I'm the first on this side. <coughs> the Madison's a son boy. Glory to God. So, so truth is, if I would put it in uh, Prathen's definition, it is the reality of what God desires for all of us. I, he says he desires truth in the inward part. See, when you have truth on the inward part of you, then it becomes what God defined as truth. Now, sometimes we got our own truths, and your own truth is not God's truth. So we don't want to talk about your truth based on your foundation or based on your uh, belief, based on your situation of defining, of trying to redefine or trying to uh, make it right for you. Because truth don't make it right for you. Truth make it right for God. If it be our right, it would never be right, because the Bible said, "Your righteousness is as to rags." So God already disqualified you for proclaiming your own truth. He said, "You should know the truth, and the truth shall what?" When something is made, a make, a made, it is a situation. It is a it's a it's a matter of a time, a moment of time, where something is thrust into it. it's supposed to be? Are propelled into. Because when you make some, that's some conditions or reconditioning. How many say, since you come on this side of the field of righteousness, that you've been made to be better? Yeah, be better. Isn't, um, isn't it amazing that God can take something that is in darkness and bring it to the light? Yes. And not just light, but it says the marvelous light. Yes. So, because we all can test, we all have been in places and operate in moments of our life of deception and lies. Well, let's, let's define lie. What, how would you define a lie? What is a lie? Untruth. False. Anything else? What's it? Non-factual. Anyone else? Fantasy. Oh, yeah, we're we good at living in the fantasy. And many people have missed much blessings living in fantasy. It's something that you make up. It's something that doesn't exist. Fancy, I don't know many of y'all noticed by uh, uh, history. The painter of Mona Lisa is not one person, she's composed of different women. They must have all been unattractive, but however, they, I don't know know what he saw it in his time, you know, but the, the end result, it didn't turn out good. I'm not the one who said that to myself. She is not attractive. Pale, straight hair, (laughs) just sitting there. And I think we just people stand and look at it so long, they're trying to realize, trying to figure out why and what and when and who did it. I'll leave that alone. But it's the truth. And and I I was traveling. from the uh, location of our, 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 our base, of our business. And right before the storm came in, the Lord said to me, he says, as long as you walk around truth, you'll never walk in it. Is that thing about around the more truth how it go? Being, being around, the, yeah, something like that. So he said, as long as you walk around the truth, you'll never walk in it. And he said, that is the place a lot of people are in the body of Christ. They are walking around the truth, but they're not walking in it. Because, see, even though I'm walking around some, doesn't mean I got in it yet. Coming to church doesn't make you in church. (laughs) Because the purpose of coming to the church in the building is to fellowship with one another to gain strength for the things to come on tomorrow. It's like refueling, uh, refueling your, your vehicle with uh, fuel to keep driving. Now, you could drive until it went completely dry and be on the side of the road, or you can listen to the caution of the light that says you got 20 miles to go. I had an experience with my son Chandler. Uh, we had to, at Fort Benny, we had a last minute, had to go get something. So I jump in the Honda, and the Honda's screaming, you may not make it. <laughs> so I'm praying in faith, Lord, let me get to my location, then get this gas and get back to tell Channel how I feel. <laughs> and when I go back, I said, don't you never, 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 never set me up like that. And not that he set me up, I took the car. <laughs> I should have jumped in the other vehicle, but, you know, I felt I should have drive, you know, the Honda. Hunter, don't fail me now. But if I had not gotten the gas to come back, I wouldn't have made it. That has nothing to do with faith. That's called foolishness. So once I put the gas in, I feel more confident I can make it to my destination. Then I could tell people how I feel. Not because I had used my money to put the gas in, but because I wish he would have gave me heads up that I was about to ride on faith and fumes. I just had to vent that, that out. It had nothing to do with the message. It's the truth. <laughs> but I make it back to my destination because I did what I need to do, which is to put gas in the vehicle to get me back to where I need to go. Right. I may have started on a low level, but I needed what it took to get me back to the place I need to get to. So when it comes down to our lives, we can't play West Roulette with our soul. Don't, don't, don't persuade you, yourself, of a lie when you should walk in the truth. You ever notice that when people tell you the truth, it offends you? It bothers you. Now, we may not say that, but truthfully, when someone reveals something to you about you that is really the truth, that you've been in denial of, you have a tendency to take a defense with it. It's only when you go back and reevaluate what's been stated and take out the attitude moment of you how you felt and live with the reality that the truth that was told to you is making you free. Mm-hmm. And we normally get free in the, in the latter process of it. You don't get instantly free. It's when you process it. Yeah, she's right, but she ain't had to say it like that. They're right, but they didn't have to say it like that. They didn't raise their voice. They just told you, girl, you know you're wrong. You shouldn't, you, should, you shouldn't have said that. You know, they, my wife and I would do the when, same when one was kind of out of, you know, out of the pocket. We would rub each other's hand while we we're driving. And, you know, you want to snatch your hand back. If you snatch your hand back, it's another conversation. You just, just a little bit trembling. Thank you, a Caesar. No, it's just, <laughs> it's just the fact is, they're bring, bring, we're bringing each other to a place of truth. Because to do this at this moment can damage your testimony. Nothing is worth damaging your testimony. And because the enemy does what he does, he wants us to damage our testimony. So that the truth that would normally silence him is silencing us. He, he, he reversed what's supposed to work against work on him to use it on us. Which puts us back in the place of darkness. Because when, you, when your voice is silenced because of lie and sin, you now have no voice. Y'all didn't catch that one. See, when the enemy can silence your voice of even delivering the gospel, he's he's shut down a nation that could have been delivered through you. That's why it says that we are to catch up every imagination. Everything that comes to your mind don't need to be stated. Because you thought about it don't mean you're supposed to do it. Well, the Bible says if a man thought about it, he should do it. No, he didn't mean go do it for real. He's just saying these are your action of your, your, your thought process. But if you cast down the thought of what you thought about doing that was not what you've been doing, you wouldn't have did it. It's like you got $600 and your rent is $750. Instead of giving the people $650, you go to the club and part out because you ain't got the full amount, so you're just going to celebrate any kind of way. So now what you would have had to add to that, you, got, you, you have less to add. You need to do it all over again. Anybody experienced that type of situation? You, you had the money to pay some of it, but because you have all this well, I might go ahead and part it on. I might go have a good time. And while you have a good time, as soon as you get home, you think about you don't spend that money. Now you say, God, we need a miracle. What do you mean we need a miracle. The truth was I already provided for you, but you didn't take what was provided for you and use the enemy to use it against you. So you have less than what you could have had if you just took what you had and used what you had to do do, do it with. So we all have faced truth, but we all have been in places where we denied truth. How does it go when you go to court and when you swear the oath? I promise to tell the truth. Why do they say this? you need so help me, God because you know you have the inability to tell the truth by yourself. Right. So put God in it.'t that's one time the government wants to put God in it. <laughs> I promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, so help, so what? Something. Nothing but the truth, So help me, God. Because mankind knows it's the only truth in God. So he said, if you say God, then it's true. You know president trying to get a upon cross God's my witness. I promise God hope, hope to die. We say some ignorance when so we lie. You know you're lying and still say, God I, God, I hope to die. Isn't it good to know that God don't answer all prayers? And God don't back up everything you say stupid. Can we say some stupid stuff to prove a point? And I, why are you proving the point you're putting damnation on you and your family? Yes. If I'm lying, God strike me dead. Oh. Oh, Boldly said. said. Yes. Yes, if, if, if I'm lying, God kill my mama. No. Oh, no. So you're going to kill you and your mama. And get married when somebody talks about your mama. <laughs> you so the word silence means what? What does the word silence mean? What does it mean to be silent? Without noise. No, literally no sound. Quiet. You know, this is a new thing people say in the church. You know, everybody sure love a little qu- quote no quote cliches. That sounds good. I'm moving in silence. How are you moving in silence? You telling everybody on Facebook. <laughs> Move in silence. But we hear everything you're doing. <laughs> you ain't saying it, but you wrote it. What well, I'm going to do. That's, that's not silence. You don't told the story. Some of us got a heads of count issue. We don't know when to keep something to ourselves until it manifests the way it needs to be manifested. So next time you're talking about you moving in silence, please move in silence. Nobody should know it. The left hand around should not know anything because you're moving in silence. When I read, I said, How you moving?" this? Okay, glory <laughs> to God. Uh, let me see. Y'all bear with me with this here. Someone hold this mic for me, please. Anyone can come hold this mic? Okay, thank you, son. Thank you, I because I can't stand it. everything around the floor. <laughs> I'm moving inside, I'm picking up? it up. So I need um, I need four volunteers. Uh, if you don't have an allergy against apples, if you got an allergy issue, you apples don't come. I just need four volunteers that were come and partake of an uh, illustration. I know you're hungry. Thank you, dog. Okay. Uh, are we within camera view? Okay, good. we one, two, three, four. Thank you, uh, Sister Mayor. So, I have with my, before you, is fruit, who like granny apples up here, okay, that's what okay. Um, who like applesauce. These scissors are cut like. There we go, they're cutting now. Since you've got an apple sauce, you'll need something to eat with. You've got a spoon or fork. Okay, there you go. And uh, here's pieces of apple. Question for me? Okay, okay. The folks are talking like, you know, is this a Baptist church? Y'all, y'all going to put me out over or something like that? <laughs> I'm a Baptist preacher. I know how y'all do sometimes. They tell you, it don't work like that here, though. <laughs> so, everyone, you all have a apple product. Apple sauce, whole apple, apple pieces, apple pieces. If you would, would you go ahead and consume some of that at this time? Enjoy. Eat, eat some of what you have. In your hand, <laughs> Mary said she needs peanut butter. So, what did y'all partake of? Like apple. Apple How did it taste? A little, a little bitter. How did your apple taste? Mm. Is it good? Mm, yes. Yeah, you eat all out of my refrigerator every day when you come over to the house. <laughs> I mean I'm spending, I'm spending about fifty dollars a week on apples because my could just Oh glory to God <laughs> Describe your apple because yours is green call it grand apple grand apple normally be have like a little bitterness to it so describe the the taste and the texture tart, sweet, crunchy. Okay. Juicy. Juicy, okay. And Pat you have applesauce. Apple can, can can you describe what it tastes like? I mean I mean you can taste the you can taste the apples in it, but this is mango peach. Mango peach. So you got a mixture of peach? In the apple, okay, but it's still all apple product, a product of an apple. Well, welcome to how the devil gives us all the same fruit, but in a different form. But it's still an apple. My point is this. No matter how you look at it, how you try to process it, they all receive voluntarily the same thing. Sin is the same thing. If you receive truth the same way, no matter how it comes, as long as it's the truth, you now can silence the enemy. But if he can give you what he wants you to have, and you justify by it ain't all like that, it ain't all the same, you know, my situation is different, the truth of the matter, it's still the same situation. You still receive from the same fruit. Thank you all very much. Thank you very much. Let's let's go into our writing and give me my, uh, my 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 towel. In the book of Genesis, chapter three. I think I'm at the restaurant. If you go to somebody serve you food without gloves? Run. In the book of Genesis, chapter three, verse two to the sixth verse. I want you. I want you. Many of you are very familiar. Uh, thank you, son. You're very familiar with this, this, the uh, the story of Adam and Eve and, and Satan. And I really want to do this quickly because I really want you to get this because it's going to be a blessing to you. Because at the end of the day, I think the two babies that I rebuked this morning want apples. will give them apples in recovery. Um, yeah. So how so, many are familiar with the story of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Very familiar. You hear a lot. You think you know it. You think you already process it. It's something nothing new. But I'm going to show you something today, how that even with knowing something, if you don't walk in it, you might as well not know it. In the book of Genesis chapter 3, verse 2 to the 6th version, this is the King James Version, so you, you can follow me easily. And it says, And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of what? Y'all read with me, verse three. But of the true, but the fruit. Of the tree, which is the of the heart. Read out. Now, now stop right there. If you go to Genesis chapter uh, two, when the information is given or the instruction or the the rule or the the root of God to Adam, he tell Adam, all the trees of the garden you may freely eat, but a tree of knowledge of good and evil, he said, you shall not, and you shall surely die. He tells you shall die. But Eve is communicating with the devil with a response by saying, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Adam, God never said that. Right. He, he never told Adam, the day if you touch it, you shall die. he said, The day you eat of it, you shall die. See, other words, information was passed on, but it had a different interpretation. Eve made it even more extreme. And knowing that she made it more extreme, why did you still do it? Let me say it again. God gave it one direction to Adam. Eve get information from Adam, who was created after him. And she tells the devil what God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you what? Lest what? So the penalty of partaking of the forbidden fruit was results of death. For the wage of sin is what? For the gift of God is what? Why would they put the wage of sin is death first yeah. but the gift of God is eternal life yeah. because he's telling you if you take this you won't get that. So God gives you and I an option all day every day yeah. because he said I'm, Jesus I'm not going to leave you confident the Holy Spirit must come that he may lead you to guide you to all truth. In fact the Holy Spirit is identified as truth not as a tongue. The Holy Spirit has been defined as G- by Jesus himself. He said when the spirit of truth come, he should lead you to all truth. He didn't say when tongue come, because we'll hide behind our tongue and walk in lie away from the truth. Because a lot of church folk get caught up in speaking in tongue, and, and you, you ain't living nothing. And I, I'm totally for tongue because that that is part of the gift of the Holy Spirit but isn't it amazing you can have the gift of time still living sin y'all might have quiet because we we'll say you know you did wrong Holy so you're trying to persuade yourself that you're still right and then what the enemy does he, he convinces you even though you step to the left yeah, you still have a gift operating in you that you're good to go. As you stated in our training, that's why you got some some Christian mean My not temptation, mean as hell. Have y'all met, met some hell mean saints? I mean mean is I mean hell is, has no fury on a, on a mean believer. All in Jesus' name. No, we, we know, we, we act out our, our untruth by human uh, action, acting. So he says, and God said, you shall not eat of it, and neither shall you touch it unless you die. So if you do this, you're going to die. How did she and he, Adam, still pursue what the penalty was going to be, what not to do? It's like you see that what's right before you, and you see what's wrong before you. For some reason, we always choose the wrong. It doesn't take much to commit wrong. just take discipline to be walking truth. Remember, many people walk around truth, but they won't walk in it. And they said in verse 4, and the serpent said to the woman, you shall, you, shall, you, 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 what? you shall not surely die. Now, how are he going to tell her what God said when God had said what's going to be? He himself was created by God. So you're going to let a creature tell another creator of the creature what God said not to be true. It's like some of us believers. We'll, we'll give people justification by saying, you know, you know God, you know, God understands. You know, God knows your heart. Yeah, he knows your heart. He knows you, you got some stuff going on that does not comply to his rule of righteousness. And if you let people give you justification to do wrong, you'll keep doing it. And most times we lean to people who are doing the same things we're doing. Iron, shepherd, iron, so do the conscience of a friend. Unless you're around people who are truthfully inward with God, inward God, they're only going to give you what you feel comfortable with. You're never going to grow level, uh, lateral. That's right. You grow when someone takes take you to another level. In other words, God said, come up here. He didn't say, let's go down there. See, when you walk in line, you stay down here. When you walk in truth, you come up. Truth brings you up to another position so you can see better. You don't know what's really in the valley until you get on top of the mountain. You don't know how beautiful the forest is until you get away from so close to the trees. And that's truth. Truth always reveals its true identity to who it is. And it wants to abide in you and I. So knows in verse 5, it says, For God do know that in the day you eat, this is the devil talking, For God do know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be what? And you shall be as what? Knowing what? God said, No good thing what I was told from them that walk upright. God is put that in position. Right. Listen, here's, here's our God who loves his creation, his created being, that he creates a garden that he placed man in. He placed him in the garden and he gives him all the desires of his heart or whatever he could ever imagine. And he doesn't skip a beat. He doesn't miss anything. He doesn't even leave man alone. He said, Good that man not be alone. So God created a help me. First with the animals, that he came and allowed animals to be consumed, naming them. Then he said, well, let me give him a woman to be with him. He gave him a woman. He got everything he need. He got the animals. He got the, he got the garden. He had access to the kingdom, to the garden. He could do what he want as long as he's lined up with the things of God because there was no sin in the garden. Right. The sin was only in the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That very thing God said don't do because right. God knows truth. The devil would twist truth with the lie. He'll be his truth, but it'll be a lie. Oh, you're learning something. So the devil says, You know, God knows knowing good. He says, You know, he knows you should be as gods, knowing good and evil. What, what is that to know about evil? What is, what is that to study of demonology? What is that to study about horoscope? What is that to study about numbers? In other words, God says, these things you, need no, you have no assets to need of. I'm already giving you all you need. I've given you truth. I've told you the truth. And the truth is, if you go over, if you do this, you're going to die, man. This is the only thing I'm telling you not to do. Only one thing I'm telling you not to do. Only one thing I'm telling you not to do. Only one thing. But that one thing wasn't good enough. Because we just got to. I feel it. I got an unction. Got to try to see is it real truth. It's like you know having a, having a you know a spider in the window, and he ain't moving, and you go try to see is he is he alive? And so he move. You go running. He's hanging on the screen. He's just sitting there. Some reason you gotta see it is moving. As soon as you touch it, you're about to break your neck, running from a little spider. Am I telling the truth? My question is, why are you messing with the spider? He ain't messing with you. That's the mindset I just need to know. God doesn't lie. He doesn't have the capability to lie. So whatever God has already told you it's true; and factual. But for some reason, we gotta find out for ourselves: is this authentic or not? Is this what God really meant? Because people tell you, you know, God, you know, even people today act like the devil. You really believe God meant, meant that? You do? You really believe the word, all the Bible? Do you believe all the Bible? And you say that? Well, you know, it is something man said. Why are you even? Why are you lowering the standards? To compromise a possibility of giving in to the fruit that you need no need of. We did this creation. Everybody got the same fruit, which is the same results. And if you look at the scripture, you're going to find out that the devil never gave to Adam and Eve. They took themselves. They took after having a conversation that they shouldn't be been having. Basically, just going to the tree of knowledge of good and evil will bring you to a seduction mode to reduce your inability to stand on the things of God. Because they had no no need of law because they were people free from the law. But God put a law in, in place. Just that one law is what not to do. And then, think about it. He didn't tell them they possibly could do it. He said, don't do it. And then he didn't have the fact, if you did it, the result was going to be death. So even though they never experienced death, but they knew death before they went to the knowledge of good and evil. Because God already told them, the day you do this, you're going to die. Right. You know, they didn't ask God what is death. Mm-hmm. Why? Because a man was small enough to know what death was. Right. So everything that require God to give you uh, uh, every answer on the answer something you already know. Right. And it says, you should know him good and evil. And the woman saw that the tree was good for food, verse 6, and that, and that it was pleasant to the eyes. That's what saying is. It's always pleasant to the eyes. Because we never do things we don't like. And a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also to her husband with her and he did eat. So some of you men, you need to stop taking anything your wife gives you. That. <laughs> but, prophet, you don't stand If I don't do it, she ain't going to give me none. Well, listen, that night you don't need none. If it's going to cost you your soul, keep it. keep it. Keep the pudding. I don't want it. We'll talk about it tomorrow, but not tonight. Because You're talking like a, a foolish woman. And the enemy does that. He uses people close to you to pull you away from God. And because you have the inability to resist temptation, you give in. So she gave to her husband with her. The very one that God told first not to do, the very one God gave instruction not to do, the very one God gave information that he told her. How is that what he told her he's not doing what he told him not to do? Sometimes you stay too close to the close of the close and cost you your life. And the Bible said, after she ate it. I guess he saw her. Well, she ain't died yet. You know, she she seemed to be hanging in there. So, so he he took it. But where's the devil? The devil didn't hand them anything. They took. Look look at the scripture. Look at look at verse six again. And the, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and they was pledged to die, and trees to die, to die and why she took of the fruit. She 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 became in act in action. She she put something into it. She took of it. It wasn't handed to her. Just like they stood here. They receive. And mm-hmm. the difference is I had it, so I extended it. what well, I should have left it on the train and them got it own. Because yeah. in the end of the day, they, 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 they received what they weren't supposed to receive. And it says she took of it, took the fruit of. And did eat it, ingested it, digested it, enjoyed it, and gave also to her husband with her, and he did eat. So sometimes we men don't know how to stand our own as being men. Pillar talk would get you in trouble with God. Your wife complained about what she don't like, how she don't feel, what she don't think about, the man or woman of God. And you not, you lack damn, You ain't big enough to handle it. So you give in to it. So now you've already partook of what you be be taking off. You can take a position with her about certain things, but you can take a position with her about the things that God will require you. The problem, I don't want to mess up my home. Your home already messed up. What's wrong with you? The fact that she's talking against the things of God is already telling you that your home is damaged. Now, I'm not just preaching, I'm not preaching on you women per se, but I'm giving give you an example of how a lot of men are weak in the church. Yeah, right, right. You don't understand against what's wrong right. when it comes down to the things of God. But she never tell you, leave your job. Yeah, right. I feel our season up. We need to leave, the, leave, leave your job. She don't say that because she wants to get some new shoes. <laughs> but we come to the church because we're not happy. We choose option. Now, I'm, I, I'm a full believer that there are some churches that we've gone to that we weren't supposed to be in. Sometimes we go to church for popularity reason. Sometimes we go to church because we want to get a connection or, or want to get a hookup. If you're not careful, the church will be like the club. The latest club, the latest fashion, we, we attend it. And it says verse, and uh, let's get down to verse 11. And he said, this is God now. We're skipping to the main part. In verse 11, in verse 12, verse 10 and 9, it says that God comes in the cool of the day, and he's seeking Adam out. He didn't come seeking see Eve. He came to seek Adam. And the first thing, he said, Adam, well now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm asking, of course, Adams, well? Yeah, you? Yeah. Uh, uh, we need Adams in the kingdom. We don't need Hezekiahs. Uh, we don't need Ai's. Uh, what's his name? The, the weak king? Uh, Ahab, we don't need Ahabs we don't need Ahab Ahab was married to Jezebel who was very dominant and manipulative and deceptive that she caused him to give in to the God of Eden if you're not careful history repeats itself most fallen men have been dealing with a woman Yielding, going after, giving in. In fact, Solomon was told by David, be careful when she wink eye at you. She wink eye at me. I must be special. No. She wants your pocket. Now, ladies, don't take offense because be. about talking about, I'm giving this phrase about how the woman has been the fall of man, but man's been the fall of his disobedience to God. Right. And, and we're going to see it here because, see, sometimes we men take a position where well, the woman is the reason why we fail. No, you fail because you were being foolish. God told you first not to do this. He called you the head. He called not a woman the head. Teach. Don't be head at a certain time of the year, be head all year round. I'm the head. Y'all do what I say. <laughs> no. Be the head in every area. Not yeah. quiet. And verse 17. he said, who told thee that I was naked? He's talking to Alan. Has thou eaten of the tree of wealth, our commanded thee, that thou shouldest not eat? See, God answers a, a specific question. He's not trying to figure them out. He already know. He's going to see how they're going to tell the truth. <laughs> hey, you ever been in a situation... If you just had told the truth, it would have worked out better. You you trying to figure out how to tell a lie with the lie with the truth, and dig a dig a dig a deeper hole. You know she know. You know he know, but for some reason, you going you gonna you gonna, gonna ride the storm. Gotta prove me wrong, and she get all the receipts. Am I right? A woman would know something It won't say nothing for a year. And you just skipping through like you're good to go. <laughs> and then she put it out for you. Then you, you, you. Now you want apple with, with peanut butter. But God comes to Adam, and he says, where are thou? And then after he said, where are thou? No, Adam didn't get a chance to respond. He said, who told you I was naked? Has thou eaten of the tree of of where I I commanded thee that thou should not eat? And look what Adam does in verse 12. just like, most men do. And the man said, the woman who not gave it to me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. God said, that's not the question. How you come up with that answer? The question was, who told thee that I was naked? And then, has I eaten no a tree of good, a tree of welfare I command thee that thou should not eat? Th- those were specific questions. Right. But Adam, do what like most us men do, or mankind does, we give an answer opposite of what the question was. Right. He says, the woman that you made and you took from me. When I was most vulnerable in my sleep, you know when I go to sleep, I don't know nothing. I woke up. I'm sealed. And here she's standing before me. I even had to name her. All around the mulberry bush. All around the truth. The truth was, all right, who told you was naked? You should have said The devil. She said, well, I'm naked because I did something that you told me not to do. Now, is it possible? This is just a, just a possibility at all. And it's not bad about the Bible. Is it possible if Adam would just say, no, Lord, you know, I, 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 I failed because I went to, I did what you said not to do. I did take on the tree of knowledge of good and, honest, and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But there was the repentance because repentance didn't exist at the moment. So, he had no ability to say, I'm sorry. You got to catch that one. Sorry comes from the knowledge of good and evil, not before it. All he knew was not to do. So, repentance is God's way of giving us the opportunity to do it again. But there was the repentance for what they did, that was only appealing to it because God said, The day that you do this, you just shoot it down. So, God can't lie, He can't retract His word when they put it in place. So they was put out of the garden. To eat. but the woman, the man said, "The woman that I gave us me, you, you know, you knew, you knew that 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 he didn't call him name. The woman, he didn't say Eve. He said that woman that I gave us me that I didn't ask for. I was satisfying to God, me and the animals." But you decide to do something different. You change the paradigm. So that woman that you, you gave me as a gift, I received from her. And I ate it. So the Lord God said to verse 13, He says to the woman, He said, What is this thou has done? And the woman does basically the same thing. She says, The serpent beguiled me and I did eat. Not that I was over there out of pocket, not that I was entertaining because sometimes you women get caught being entertaining because y'all love to be talked to. You love words. He said the right words at the right time. Oh, I can't help myself. A few few parables and you go to shimmy. Sometimes y'all read too many novels, too many love stories that you start acting out based on words. So the devil was able to get Eve because he was he was communicating with her in a way Adam was communicating with her. That's why, ladies, you cannot allow every man to speak into your ear, married or single. See, sometimes you you married for talking about the single women. No, it's the married women. if he starts talking to her, she wants me to talk to her. We don't talk like we used to. See, that's, that's a potential problem. I was only talking because I wanted you. <laughs> now that I got you, I ain't got nothing to talk about. Now, we'll talk, but let's, let's not do all the talking. After you don't gave me your whole days of word, I'm done. I'm tired. So don't get bored. Go talk to another brother. Got quiet then. So honestly, most women, if I'm wrong, tell me. I can handle it. But the truth will tell the truth. Y'all like to be talked to. You know he's smooth talking. You know he's jiving. When we say jiving, you know he You know he, he. ain't got no game. So he's just talking and he's, we talk all the time. Let's just talk. But at some point, ladies, he stopped talking. We could talk about everything. Don't fool yourself. We men don't tell y'all everything. No more than y'all tell us everything. Some of us know how to practice the scripture. Don't let the left hand know the right hand do. Okay, all right. No, you got it wrong. My man tell me everything. You are lying and you and your mama. All right, men, raise your hand. Do you tell everything? All right, men, if you don't tell everything, raise your hand. JR, do like this. Because you don't know what I'm living with. I ain't saying nothing. Because you ain't married to Buntavia. I feel my rage coming on. So JR President, sound like the brother do. I'm doing like this. What? What? Thought sign language. Man, just say yes. <laughs> okay, ladies, raise your hand. In transparency, do you tell your significant other everything? If you don't, do you tell your significant everything? Did I answer the question right? How many of y'all tell your significant everything? You see that? See that? So it's it's mutual. Doesn't mean it's sin. Just something ain't worth telling. Something don't require you to tell. Now, if it's related to something wrong, you should tell it. But related to just a daily activity, a daily encounter, that ain't worth bringing home to the table. Okay. Trying to save homes and marriages. Because the truth be told, you'll silence the enemy. When that's need to be told, you tell it. Because now the enemy don't have anything on you. If your wife asks you suspicious questions, she already knows something. Don't be like, like, look like a deer in the headlight What are you talking about? Why you got my cell phone? What? Am I helping Anybody? So God said, What is it done? And the woman said, The serpent God made, I did eat. Now we go to verse uh, 14. We won't go, but then God immediately punished the, the serpent for what he did. Yeah. Adam got his punishment, Eve got her punishment. Everybody received just penalty for participation. Because Adam knew the truth. He was not supposed to do it. Eve knew the truth. He wasn't, she, she wasn't supposed to do it. And the serpent knew the truth that he wasn't supposed to present it. So there's no little wrong over big wrong. Wrong is wrong. So when you walk in truth, you don't participate in little truth. Can we tell just enough just to get people off our back? Are you learning something? Go to 3 John chapter 1, verse 1 through 4. This is amplified version. I'm about to wrap it up. 3 John chapter 1, verse 1 through 4. It says, and he said to the elders of the church, address this letter. To the beloved and esteemed, what? Gaius, Gaius, whom I love in truth. Now, Gaius, I guess it's not pronounced it right. He was a companion of Paul, meaning he, he, him and Paul had relationship related to the kingdom. So he was like Paul in Barnabas So Paul had a very special love for him because he was a man known of truth. There's nothing more powerful than have a person in your relationship, in your surroundings, that's been identified as a person of truth, which means a person of character. And verse 2 says, he said, Beloved, I pray that every way you may succeed and prosper and be in what? Good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. For I was greatly pleased with some of the burdens that came from time to time and testified to your faithfulness to the truth of the gospel and that is how you are walking in truth. In other words, I got witnesses that are coming to me. Speaking on behalf of you as a son that you are a truthful person and that you walk in truth. That means because you walk in truth, I can bear witness as a witness that you are a man of integrity, of honesty, and the silence of the voice of the enemy. Because your lifestyle has already been validated and and spoken of by others. Unbeknown to you, they testify that you are a man of truth. The Bible says that other men praise you, not yourself. Yeah. Don't give yourself props. Let other folks give you the props. If you give yourself props, then you know who else who going to prop you. Because you believe your own self. And it how you are walking in truth. I have no greater joy, verse 4, I have no greater joy than this, to hear that my spiritual children are living their lives in the truth. Nothing's more Encouraging to a pastor is to have knowledge that that his ministers, elders, or the parishioners that submit themselves under this book, under his fathership, are walking in truth outside the doors of the church. See, it's one thing to portray truth in the building, but how truthful are you outside this building? If I came to your neighborhood and I knocked on some of your neighbor's door, would they say you're a woman or man of truth? Or would they say you just a busybody keeping up hell in the community? Don't let church be a popular place to come to. Let it be a place of deliverance for you. But the testimony was, in Paul's recognition, he says it makes me feel good to know that my sons and daughters are walking in truth. That I can, I, I can, I can, I can speak on their behalf without any reservation, because I see, I hear from those who have spoken of them. I believe they walk in the truth, but it's something that's when others say they're walking in the truth. Because as parents, we give our kids passes all the time. But it's when other folks see your children, that tells the real story. A minister of world changes or a deacon of world changes should almost sound identical to prophet power. From what I'm delivering, you are delivered Likewise. The way I go about things, you should go about likewise. Why? You are a byproduct of your father. If you opposite of me as a son, then you a bastard. Or you are not a part of this linkage here because you don't identify with this father. So if you don't identify with the father who created all fathers, then who are you serving? He's the God of truth and only truth. So if you don't walk in truth, then you're not serving him. It's because we a lot of time walk in our own truth and try to call it his truth. And he said, that's not my truth because that's not my part of my, my lineage. But he says in close, he says, no, your children, you're living their lives in the truth. You're out of town. You're still living righteous. You're on your job. You still represent the kingdom. In your neighborhood, you represent the kingdom. Wow, people say, no matter what I've seen, having that that person life, they're they they're good people. So the so your praises come from those who will speak on your behalf in truth. Now that's not doesn't mean people are not going to lie on you, but if your reputation is ninety nine percent known as truth, then that one percent won't even matter because right. it's questionable. But if you show any slight, slightness uh, 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 going to the right or to the left and walking in truth, then your whole time that you worry in truth now becomes none and void. That's why the Bible says we must work our soul savage with fear and trembling. Why? Because the enemy is always looking for a loophole in our lives. It's nothing more discouraging a pastor or spiritual father, or spiritual mom when the children that's supposed to be subjected to them as spiritual parents should be living what they project they were living or said they were living. Because it's easy to to persuade us in our company, but what are you outside of our company? I ain't trying to impress no man. Well, you got to impress somebody. Somebody got to speak on your behalf one day. If you die, I got to say something about you. (laughs) I got a family member that said, you know, said he going to die and go to hell. I said, well, when you die, when I do your family, you tell everybody, hey, listen, he, he went to hell.
1: <laughs> now don't say that.
0: No, when you say you're going to hell. So let, me go, let me, let me, let me, let me uh, notify. Let, let me, let me, let me get Mike to, to, to bring the seal. Notarize it. He went to hell. That was a confession. I'm on speaking your truth. They lost that one. Let me give you some facts about about truth. Number one, it won't allow you to live in the lie. You ever try to lie and you just can't live with it? Your conscience ate you up. That's how you know you're born again. If your conscience don't bother you, then some that's a problem. If you can tell a lie and you don't feel the result of your lie to yourself, especially when you get by yourself, that's a problem. That. Either you become a professional liar and you love lies or you are of your father, the devil, who is a father of lies. No true believer can live in a lie not too long. You ever told a lie you felt bad about it? You ever told a lie you didn't feel bad about it? Something wrong with you? Didn't, nobody told you it was naked? Because if, when you tell a lie... As a truthful person, it don't you don't resident long. You don't reside long. You got to come forth. All right, all right. My wife and I would be talking. We both had done each other. We said something. Wait, wait, wait a minute. That, that was a lie. That, 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 was, that was a lie. Even though it was a mistake in the issue, a error, but we count ourselves. We called it. No, 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 devil, you're a lie. It didn't happen like that. Hello. Yeah, tell the truth. Now, when Elder Mike was in Germany, was it Germany? New York. <laughs> and Elder Mike wore that man back drive because, you know, <laughs> that was the truth. But I added a little to it. So I confess in 21, I added a little to the truth. He well. the... I don't know about somebody. He, when the curtain over, he was doing like this. <laughs> like, help me, prophet. Why are you back there? <laughs> You're my arm about. What you? Well, uh, his big back. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> truth is who God is. Think about it. Truth is who God is. See, we created the image of God. So what he is, we are. Yeah. But if you're not careful, if you don't stay connected to him, then you'll start acting like him. Right. Right. So the truth is who God is. So as a believer, you can't just walk in the lie. You got to tell the truth. Right. You are like your father. Yes. It was, what was that movie again that says, uh, have you forgotten the face of your dark father? Tower. The dark Tower. He says, have you forgotten the face of your father? Sometimes us as believers, we forget the face of our father. Right. Because our true father wants you to walk in truth. Yeah. Even under pressure. He says, tell the, tell the truth. Why? I don't have to go to court to tell I me mean God. I tell the truth outside the court. Yeah. Number three, it is deliberate to the believer. i rather say it is deliverance for the believer. Because yeah. every time you tell the truth, you walk in truth. As you silence the enemy, it's liberating you from him. Yeah. So, when he could have put some on, had some on you, he don't have it on you because you already told the truth. Before you tell on me, I tell on myself. Don't let you get the glory lying on me. I'm going to tell my own story. Right. Good. Number four, truth keeps you, keeps you from believing the inner lie. What do I mean by that? The inner lie of you, part of you, where well, you should be telling the truth, but secretly you're lying about it. See, when you walk in truth, it prevents you from doing that because we all lie. We all have lie. We all lie. But the question is, how long are you going to continue to lie? Because once you come true for the knowledge of lying, you stop lying. Many of us, beyond, how many of y'all lied under pressure? Raise your hand. And the pressure can be something that's so minute that you just, for some reason, because you don't want to deal with the conversation, you tell a lie. They come back, you know, I, 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 I lied about that. I'm sorry. No, I'll be sorry when you first told the lie that we don't have to deal with it. And most men, we know this, if you tell the truth to, the, to your significant other, we want it to end right there. We don't want to go two hours in a session. We're not your girlfriend. We don't, want to, we don't want a lot of dollar in the, in the talk conversation. We want to end and be over with. Be done. We don't talk about the dust and the dials and the hits and the wits. We just want to say, yeah, you have I'm sorry. Just move on. Don't be asking me too many questions. I'm getting confused. <laughs> I've been trying to hold myself to tell this part of the truth. Let it lie right now. If you already know, you know. Don't get me in the mold. <laughs> Brother feel like he's been working out like Joy and JR. I'm, I'm, my muscles hurt. can't move my mouth. I can't. You're hungry. No, I can't move my mouth. I don't... You talk me out of it. And can we pick up the mouth? Oh, God, no. <laughs> now, man, how many of y'all am I telling you about that? Once once you say, you you, you want to be done with it. Oh, Let me back. see your hand. All the men, when you have said you're done, you don't want to keep talking about it. Bunny looking at you all like this. What, what, what do he call them hats? What, what do they call the hat you got on? What, what do they call her? And she's doing it there. I'm a C. I know your mom and dad here, but I live with you. Jr. doing like a soldier. Can we, can we have a break? It's my birthday month. Can we not say nothing? Can we leave it alone? And mean, be honest, this is true. If your wife starts talking to you at 2 in the morning, you already know, oh, God. <laughs> and, and then, if she moves, then you, oh, Lord, she's finna start. She's finna start. She's finna start. You do it like this. <laughs> you don't even snore. Number five, truth never lies. Truth never lies. Number six, truth is our testimony. We may overcome by the blood of the Lamb, by the words of what our testimony. My testimony is this, is I've told the truth and the truth has set me free. Now listen, whether you believe it or not, I've already told the truth. Now I've silenced the enemy because he cannot use it against me because I already told the truth about that. And the truth is not about sin, it's just I'm walking in truth. It's a good feeling, though, you're walking in truth, me and the women, God. I mean, they may question your integrity, they may question your standard, but, my God, if you walk in truth, they can't question that. They may question, but it won't matter. Last, is least number seven, truth pleases God. When I walk in truth, not in my truth, but in God's truth, whenever the enemy presents something to me that I'm not supposed to have, it doesn't work. I am the better because I trust in God. I am the better man at age 57, about to be, compared to when I was 27. My truth is more valid today than it was when I was a young person. Because I realize that life has an expectancy. And to walk in truth is more important to me than to walk in trying to persuade you. Because I know who I am in Christ now. The Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creature, old thing, pass away. So at some point in our lives, men and women of God, we got to let these things pass away and begin to walk in this thing. Our business is based on integrity and truth. There have been times in the business, because there is financial obligations. How many employees we have now? How many? Eight. That, that and Nova, when he's there... About 10 employees. We are successful in this food business because of the amount of people we have work with us who have a heart for us. Our biggest concern as we are growing in the business is getting more people like us. Having people that walk in truth. People who do truth, who live truth. Because your truth will speak volume of the business. If I don't operate in deception as the owner of the business, none of my employees should do likewise. And the thing I've learned in this season of my life is that if I'm going to do it, I've got to do it right the first time. Mm-hmm. So the truth is, has been where well, we personally paid our employees out of our own savings. Because so we had to keep the business operating at a certain level. And the truth has been there have been times we didn't have all we needed. But God provided. That, that season we're living in now, where a product will call a certain amount, it's calling us three times that amount now. But God's provided.